Hey everybody, welcome to Navigating with Zaki Ahmed. Uh, my name is Zaki and my middle name is Ahmed. Uh, today's episode is uh, being recorded March 31st, 2020. I'm in the car with Eli in the back seat. We're going out for a drive because we are needing to get out of the house. So you will hear her throughout and you'll hear the indicator as well. Um, thanks for tuning in. Today I'm just talking about... A little update on my life, where I'm at, how things have changed, how things are getting better, why things are getting better. I'm connecting the dots differently than I was three months ago, six months ago, and a year ago. And I'm trying to detail that for you. Uh, and again, as always, trying to document this journey that I'm on, this crazy one. And hopefully it'll offer some value to you today, tomorrow, at some point in your life. Because I know um, it's uh, worth, well... I'll talk about it later. You'll you'll see. I'll I'll just I'll just let the episode speak for itself. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, March 31st, 2020, which is the last day of Q1 of 2020. And Q1, just the first quarter, so the first three months of the year. Um, that is only relevant to you because uh, if you're listening to this, you give enough of a shit to hear what I have to say and what I'm thinking about and what I'm doing. So thank you for that once again. Um, this year, I divided the year into quarters just to like, you know, have some better checkpoints and landmarks past two years and by the way yeah now it has been two years since i have not been working full-time uh they kind of they kind of like you tend to lose yourself and one of the things that i heard just like on social media browsing was um you know when you get older as in out of university and you go to work you don't have the same like checkpoints that you used to when you were younger like there's always a you know midterms and exams and then there's summertime and then you go to a new grade and you start something fresh and you get a new start so like there's years there's months there's exams there's terms all that kind of stuff university is the same and then when you go to work it's like projects or nothing or not projects it's just like day in and day out and uh people you know their only landmark really is new year's new year's and they and they turn the page on a new year and that's why there's that whole like you know, kick for New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, uh, long story long, I uh, I decided to like look at it by month and by quarter this year. And by the end of the quarter, I had set an income goal for myself and I have not met it. Uh, And I, you know, figured that I would spend three months uh, working on uh, dropshipping, which is, you know, an online business where you uh, market and resell other people's products. You don't actually touch any products, but you're selling. Basically, you're you're becoming the online presence for someone who does manufacture and ship the products. Uh, it's quite a successful business model with the internet and the current state of things. Uh, current being uh, internet, not the COVID business, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but anyways, I, I figured I would be able to like work through it for a couple months, test things, figure it out, and then maybe find some success, you know, by March. And uh, and I did not do that because I was not moving. And January, February came along, and I joined Work Nicer, and I, I talked about that a little bit in some podcasts um, earlier on. And I was very excited. I was very enthusiastic. I was pumped up, and uh, did not 
uh, take long for that enthusiasm to kind of wear down, um, I think due to some personal circumstances, but also just like back to this feeling of like these feelings of insecurity and insufficiency and things like that. I went to work nicer in the first week that I was there. I was so excited to use their podcast studio. I, I booked it twice, I think, in the first uh, seven to ten days that I was I was a member and I recorded two episodes uh, I felt really good. Uh, one was about, one was called the 25 cups of coffee. Uh, the best 25 cups of coffee advice that I got, uh, in my search for, you know, my new chapter. So I was sharing, um, the best advice that I got from people. And this is like CEOs and execs, uh, business leaders, um, who have, um, I have a ton of respect for and I wanted to share that with people and that was my way of offering the value that I thought that I could bring because I was thinking like well how do I bring value to the world like how do I serve others and what is it like what what is it that I can give and and as a fan of Gary V as as you may or may not know I'm a big fan of his I've consumed his content for a long time now well about two or three two and a half years maybe one and a half anyways uh one of his major um um, one of the things that I really take, I won't talk about, I'll try not to summarize other people's perspectives and whatever. I'll just try to talk about what I take from it. So one of the big things that I take from his content is uh, to give without expectation. Um, and that is really the way to do business, especially in today's age. Um, and so that's where my thinking went was how do I offer value? And so it was trying to share the advice that I was trying to, or that I had gathered um, in my quest for like a new chapter, my next career path. Um, so I recorded that, uh, posted a YouTube video. I'm pretty sure I posted that. And then, um, I recorded another episode called my sex demon. And that was all about the thing that I was the most insecure about the thing that really like, um, contributed to a lot of the depression that I felt in the last like five to 10 years. Um, it was like, I think the best kick in the face that I've gotten from life, uh, in a long, long time, if not the, the biggest kick. Um, and now today I can tell you how positive that has been for me. Um, but that episode, what I talked about, I sat down and I just kind of like spit it all out because I didn't want it to control me anymore. You know, I, I just, I was sick of it being in charge of my fears, my insecurities. And I wanted to grab it by the balls and just say like, no, no, you're not in charge anymore. You know, I'm in charge now. I decide that I'm going to be positive and that I'm going to be in control of this insecurity. And so I recorded an episode, I talked all about it and I got real and, um, I got pretty raw, uh, YouTube and, uh, podcast and at work nicer. They have this awesome service where they'll edit your podcast episodes for you. So I recorded it, the guy pulled it and went to edit and I never followed up because I think there was a part of me that just went reverted back to just being so insecure about it and not wanting to post it that my podcasting stopped completely. So I think it's been um, well over two months since I've recorded any anything uh, with the intention to post it um, to my podcast. And uh, it, it just really, I feel, I, it, I mean, it sucks because I really enjoy podcasting. It's one of the things that I've, I've, I know I want to do in the longer term. I would love to, you know, interview people and, and have and host podcasts that way. Um, I think I can bring a lot of color to them. 
I, I love incorporating sports discussions. I love talking about food. You know, like there's things that I really am passionate about. I just talk about forever. And if you listen to my show, my show, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I can talk for a while. I don't edit my episodes. I don't cut and paste. Like I can just sit and talk. And like this episode, I don't really have a script. I don't really know where the direction of the episode is, where I'm going, but I'm just kind of coming up with it and sharing what, what I truly feel in my heart and what I think, uh, the things that I've gathered, um, I'm definitely going to try to focus on bringing value. And the where this comes together is two things that happened to me within these last two months. One was um, I was talking to a buddy of mine who we just kind of met for coffee and it had been a while. And he said, you know, what happened to your daily super salad uh, account? And uh, I'm kind of butchering the conversation. I don't know if that, that was his initial question, but he said that when he saw one of my posts on that account where I shared, I said, um, Hey guys, sorry. I've been away for a few days. I just haven't been in it. Like mentally, I just wasn't, um, I just wasn't feeling, feeling it. It wouldn't have been, you know, I wasn't feeling creative. I wasn't feeling in a good mood. I wasn't in a great headspace. I just couldn't be on social media. I couldn't be on Instagram for those few days. I was not okay. And I just told myself like, that's okay. Just fuck it. Like put it away. And, um, and I did, and I think it was three or four days and I came back and when I was finally feeling good and refreshed, I, that was one of the messages that I led with was, Hey guys, uh, sorry, I've been away. I just wasn't feeling it. And he said to me, you know, I'm really glad. I don't know if he, I don't know if he said I'm glad, but he said, you know, uh, that's pretty normal. And the, the message that I took from what he said was, that's pretty normal. Like a lot of us feel this way. Everyone feels this way. It's, and, and I, I found some relief. I found some comfort in that. And I don't know why. And in thinking about it, like, why should I feel like so much relief from somebody telling me that something that I think is normal is actually very normal? Shouldn't I already think that? And then I kind of beat myself up about it thinking like, well, why did you think this? And uh, you should be already here. And this is healthy. This is healthy. And why aren't you healthy? Like I can spiral myself down that loop. And I think I did to a certain extent that day. Um, but the point that I'm trying to get to is this is one of the things that kind of opened my eyes and it was about posting content and like sharing yourself and you know, the, the concept of the idea of not being okay with it. And, um, it's interesting. I, on that, on that note, along those lines, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the TikTok influencers, uh, probably one of the bigger ones, she's got like 40, 44 million followers on TikTok. Uh, she was asked like, what, what do you, what, what do you do if you don't feel like posting one day? And she said, I just don't post. Like it has to be authentic. That's the most important thing is it has to be authentic. And I've tried to maintain that, but there's just days where I just feel insecure and just have to admit that I feel insecure for some reason about a year ago when I started posting videos on Instagram, I told myself like, okay, well you got over your insecurity. Good for you. So then every day since then that I feel insecure about posting, I feel like a failure or I have felt like a failure. And I think that is, uh, backwards. I don't now as of today anyways, like I I've come to like this realization based on what my buddy told me and point number two that I'll share soon. Like 
that's, that's not the best way to look at it. Like you don't have to completely be over it. Like you don't have to completely be over your insecurity. Like you have to put in work every day. And I, I think I know that about enough other things that I put work into that, you know, it takes maintenance. And I always go back to the example of working out. Like I know that working out takes maintenance and hard work on a regular basis. I can't work out for six months and then sit around for three and expect to just go lift the same thing. Um, so anyways, I, another reason why I think physical fitness is such an awesome, uh, awesome component of, of life. But anyways, um, point number two, the other thing that happened, uh, that really helped and kind of opened my eyes over the last two months, um, was, uh, especially in the context of bringing value to others was, um, Shaista and I, so Shaista is my wife, Shaista and I were talking about these uh, conference calls that Work Nicer, uh, the Work Nicer community has instituted and started doing ever since the COVID-19 pandemic and like all the closures and stuff. Uh, They call it the member circle and uh, they basically have um, video or um, what's called Zoom calls twice a week where they share ideas and just have conversations. They get FaceTime, obviously, with other people. Um, and I was saying to her, like, I don't know what to bring to this community. And and then the conversation also went to, I don't know what I bring to the Work Nicer community, period. Like, everybody has a skill that they bring. Everybody has something. Like, there's marketers, there's um, accountants, there's lawyers, there's... Uh, entrepreneurs who have started businesses you know they were on their third one there's all kinds of skills like technical hard skills coders you name it whatever like you I'm sure you could find them in this community and if you can't then you there's people who know them so I said I don't have a skill Uh, I don't I just don't know what I bring and that was you know one of the reasons why I was so quiet in the community in the chats I didn't talk to a lot of people in person um, very reserved and yeah, that's my introverted way. But then you add to the fact, add to that, uh, aspect of my personality, this like feeling that I just don't have anything to offer. And she said, she like looked at me like I had my head on sideways. She was like, are you crazy? Like who else does what you do? And again, I may butcher this conversation a little bit, so forgive me, honey, if I'm getting some of these things wrong, but this is what I took from it was first of all, she thought I was crazy for thinking this and saying these things to myself. Um, the other thing, the other things like she said, who has a story like yours? And I said, everybody has a story like mine. She said, no, nobody has a story like yours. Who in this community quit their comfy, cozy engineering job, full time pay to do what you're doing. And I said, well, I'm not doing anything. And she said, but don't you get it? You are doing something by doing what you do. And I still felt like shit because it seemed like for those two years, I was doing something different every week. I was depressed for weeks at a time. And then I had one good week or string together maybe one or two weeks or something like that. And then I was back to square one and then dreamed up a new idea. And then I was, you know, I felt like I was on this hamster wheel and I had gotten nowhere. She said, but if you talk about all these things, do you, do you not realize how many people would be interested in hearing what you have to say about what you're thinking, what you did, what your next steps are? You don't think that if somebody was in their job 
that you quit, like referring to in the position that I was in, you don't think if somebody felt like they, that resonated with them, that they would listen to what you have to say, that they would care. And I said, well, I suppose she said, wouldn't you want to hear about someone who did this? If you were interested in doing it? I said, yeah, I would. And credit to my wife. She's very smart. She always sees things very differently than I do. And, you know, we off, we uh, compliment each other that way really well. Um, and I don't mean to make this sound like she convinced me to get over that insecurity because, I mean, there definitely is some component of that. But the thing that I was trying to focus on and communicate was realizing the value that I bring. And it's not to say that, hey, you should listen to me now because I bring value and now I know it. But how this dovetails into the next point that I make is that I was... I was um, really stuck in a lot of ways uh, mentally, as you can probably gather from what I just said about like being on a hamster wheel. And um, I, I feel like I had lost my self-confidence. You know, like there was a time where I was posting stuff regularly, not always in the most sober state of mind, let's just say. Um, but I was posting regularly and feeling pretty good about it. And didn't care what people had to say, but I was engaging with people and I felt, you know, that type of confidence. And then it kind of started to set on, set in on me. Like, I'm not really doing anything. Like, I'm not really moving the needle in any way. Like, I'm not like making money for my family. I need to like live up to the responsibilities that I have in that capacity at the very least, let alone try to make my own dreams come true and my wife's dreams come true um, with allegory and all that kind of stuff. Like first I mean I don't want I don't want to get into this but like a lot of pressure to put on myself and I think I put too much pressure on myself so one of the things was to relieve that pressure but uh the dovetail part of this is um finally like admitting to myself and um approaching learning differently so admitting to myself that my mindset was a problem I did not, I was not ready to admit that my mindset needed to be corrected. I wanted to think that I, I'm smart, like I just need the confidence. So here, let me have the confidence and then I can share my value with people. But it wasn't about you are doing or that you have the skills and you have the tools. It was, I, I was stuck. So that's called a fixed mindset. And this is what I've started to learn and, and study a little bit more is I had a fixed mindset thinking that I, you know, have 10 years of experience and I can run numbers and I know spreadsheets. How do I figure out where that fits in the world today? How do I apply those skills to make an income and a new lifestyle when I add my interests and my passion to the mix and oh by the way I know that social media is is awesome and you know TikTok is the new thing because Gary Vee told me that so I'm going to get on it and I'm going to start doing my thing it's not about that it's about having a growth mindset and here's where I'll introduce the, the name of Tom Bilyeu, um, who by the way I mean, I've shared him a little bit on Instagram and, and I took, I took a course through, um, the, um, oh God, it, 
fails me right now. What's it called? I took a course through... Oh, it's going to bother me. I can't remember what. They started Impact Theory. Impact Theory. So he and his wife uh, and a bunch of others started Quest Nutrition. So his wife's name is Lisa Bilyeu. And this is a little bit of details, but just bear with me. Tom and Lisa started Quest Nutrition. And he went from being a lazy fucking bum... Nobody thought he would succeed, including his mother, to realizing that he um, could study and change his mind. He could work out his brain like the way you work out your biceps and help it to grow. And that was a growth mindset. And now with Impact Theory, he's on a mission to help people uh, change from fixed... I don't know about... Again, maybe this isn't like... I shouldn't be like summarizing his mission. What I've taken from it is that he wants to help others to grow into having a growth mindset the way that he did and help people to believe in it. So he offered this Mindset 101 course with this whole COVID stuff that came out and did it for free. So I took it, it's like an hour, and it opened my eyes a little bit more uh, because he, uh, you know, he connected some dots for me. The the dots that he connected for me were uh, that you can teach yourself to, you could teach yourself anything. You, you can grow your skills and get better. And you cannot make, what is his analogy? I can't remember it exactly, but you can't make a pig into a racehorse, but you can make a really fucking fast pig. And I thought that was really awesome. All you have to do is it's kind of just putting in work and, and having that belief. Um, this also, the other thing that I, I did over the last month that has really helped out a lot and changed, um, changed the way I approach things is that I joined the Matrix Mindset Academy. So the Matrix Mindset Academy is all about mindset again. Uh, it's all about, you know, manifestation, but it's not some hocus pocus like believe it and you can achieve it. There's actually like a scientific uh, reasoning and study to it. And um, basically what they teach and again, what I take from it is that your subconscious mind is is a million times more powerful than your conscious mind. So they focus on training the subconscious mind just as much, if not more than training the conscious mind. You could teach yourself, if you taught yourself, and this is actually a guest of Tom Billius who said this, but I'm going to apply it to the Matrix teachings. You, If you had to wake up every morning and teach yourself how to walk, breathe, uh, eat, drink, um, brush your teeth, like all that kind of stuff. If you had to teach yourself that every day, you would be exhausted by breakfast time. But your brain has these built-in mechanisms that learn these things and they do them on automatic um, every day. And it applies to so many things. So this is about teaching your mind to have the mindset, to teaching yourself to have the mindset that you need to be successful. It's not about just like, poof, money appears in your life. It's about like approaching things differently. It's about handling situations differently. It's about thinking about opportunities. It's about seeing the positives in things instead of seeing the negatives. Um, and I was seeing the negatives in everything constantly. Like, there, again, like I would wake up with some good, I would have some good days where I would see opportunity. And, you know, that's why I started Daily Super Salad. I, I really felt good about it. I was just being authentically myself, just talking about food on my own Instagram. People really like 
caught on to it and I was like, oh, well, here's an opportunity. This thing's going to blow up. And then I was like, oh, this takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and energy. It's not going anywhere. What's the upside anyways? I quit it and I tried something else. It's called Name That Dish. And I was like, oh, I don't really feel good about this. I'm going to have to reach out to people. And, you know, I don't feel, I didn't feel confident enough to even do that. And then what's the reward? And I was always looking for like the negative, the negative. Um, anytime I was looking into something, new career path, new opportunities, jobs, like I wouldn't say constantly all the time, everything negative, but for the majority, um, and generally speaking, I was focused on the negatives. I was, where is this going to go? Which is the other thing I was worried about things that were way too far in the future. Where is this going? And am I okay with that? Am I willing to work that hard for that outcome? And it just became toxic. It's just poisonous. It's detrimental. Like if all you see is the negatives, all you're going to attract is the negatives. All you're going to think about is the negatives, the bad things, the, the problems, the things you have to worry about. Honey, can you stop chewing on that? Can you stop eating that, please? Ugh, I, give, give me that. Give me that. Can't reach. Um, so that's another part of this is, is that shift. Like don't, don't focus on those negative aspects of everything understand that there's positive where there's negative and i've said this but not lived it for a long time i've long thought and believed that wherever there is dark there is light wherever there is bad there is good wherever there is evil there is good like you may have even heard that on the podcast before um i know that i've um i know i've, I've said it and posted it before but um I, that's why i use those emojis on my instagram i use a little uh, devil face, a little uh, blank face, so the little yellow guy with only eyeballs and no face, and then there's uh, an angel face, because there's always a good and bad at play, even even in your own mind, and in my own mind, I've caught myself, I know that I've caught myself, like, in very good, positive times, there's been, like, this evil creeped into my mind, and I had, like, a really bad thought, where I'm like, hey, this is a really good opportunity to do this, and it was, like, a bad thing, it was evil, and it was because... I was like riding a wave of such high emotions and positivity and good things. I was like, hey, here's how you could spin it to be bad. And it's not really that hard to figure it, figure out that this applies for everyone and that a lot of people, well, not a lot, everyone has this in their lives. And you see it, like watch the news. Like you can see where people take advantage of others, where people are doing really well and decide to do something really bad or, you know, like money gets to people's heads fame gets to people's heads oh he's never going to be the same after this I do think that, I mean I don't want to start commenting all this kind of stuff sometimes it's a one-off thing sometimes it's a complete character shift like I don't want to get into that but anyways back to this concept of good versus evil that all that shift needed to happen for me and I think it really has and I'm found a place in the Matrix Academy to get reinforcement for this on a daily basis and like have people who have connected those dots of science like somebody who's actually explained this to me that hey you can actually study this and work on it and here is how you work on it here's the template here's some lessons they have daily videos so it's reinforced every day this is the the positive outcomes of of this and here's what to think about and here's what not to think about don't focus on this and it's a lot of positive 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 and it's really helped me a lot. Um, 
so if, if somebody came to me and asked me like what what do you think where do you think the shift really happened i'm pretty sure this is going to be one of those things that i have to talk about because it's such a dramatic change um, in how i see the world how i think about opportunities and things and people and situations and everything and i really feel like i could take control of my own life and let me let me bring this back to somewhere else again now um, it also, it starts, not starts, but it's, it's Gary. I mean, Gary Vee's been saying this to me for years, right? Like positivity and optimism, positivity and optimism. And I just watched that. And eventually I just stopped watching his content because I couldn't just hear like positivity, positivity, positivity anymore. Like I was like, no, I'm in a bad mood. Like I'm, I don't want to think about positive thoughts. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like I'm not optimistic. I don't feel optimistic today, turn it off. Like, and I would just go, go watch garbage. Like, I think I didn't, I just didn't get it. And by the way, this is one of the reasons that I want to ask Gary V this, if I ever meet him or whatever, had a mic. And um, I kind of just want to poke his button on this one because I think that his messages are incredible and I really believe in them. I, for me personally, my experience with this was that I couldn't quite connect the dots. I couldn't quite put the pieces together of how to shift from that negative outlook to a positive outlook. Now, to his credit, he's, he's also said it starts with gratitude. It's all about gratitude. Gratitude is what fuels him. You know what? So I cannot say that he has not given me like the, the pieces or like the the formula and I don't want to call it a formula but um, he's been saying that but that's a big big difference that's been a big big difference for me as well is like being grateful for what I have and you know Oprah said if, if you're not uh, I don't want to butcher the quote but I'm going to butcher the quote um, it's along the lines that if you are if you're if you're not satisfied with what you have you'll never be satisfied with, with what you're going to get and um, that's powerful and I think that's absolutely true another thing that helped me connect all these dots um, because if you if you think you don't have enough you'll never have enough if you if you carry on if you keep and you maintain that mindset as you continue to, as you acquire things whether it's physical things money whatever it is people around you relationships um, I I, I know now, in hindsight, that was a major miss, a missing, a major piece that was missing. So I'm focusing on being grateful for what I have. I'm so grateful for, you know, the, the roof over my head, the food in my fridge, the smile on my daughter's face, the time that I get to spend with her, the loving wife that I have, the patience that she has for me, the opportunities that I have, what the phone that I can still carry with the internet on it that offers me all these opportunities the laptop that i have that offers offers me opportunities because i have internet access and i can go start an online business i'm very fortunate i'm in a very good position and i was so caught up on being depressed and the fact that i was depressed depressed me the the fact that i was wasting time upset me you know like the these things that i was just fixated on were killing me but I really do have so much going for me 
that I have a refreshed, renewed confidence that, you know, I'll be okay. And I, I always knew this. And, I, and I've said this in the past. Like, I know I'm going to be a billionaire one day. I know I'm going to do well. I know I'm going to make a lot of money. And I struggled with what's the point of making all that money anyways. And I don't want to get into that. Again, something else I don't want to get into right now. But that was a philosophical thing that I struggled with. It's a spiritual thing that I really struggled with. Like, why are we here to just make money? And I think that that has now also shifted to, I'm not here to just make money. Money is a representation. It's an indicator of people's mindsets. It's, it's an indicator of their characters, of their abilities. You can grow and you can learn. Thanks, Tom. You can learn to grow these skills and to change yourself and to change your, your outlook. The environment and the money for example is just a product of those things it's just a product of who you are the money will come that's why they say the money will come you just have to focus on learning and being the best that you can be struggle is is not just struggle obviously especially if you enjoy what you do struggling is enjoyable but it's teaching you to become the new the not the new the better the best version of yourself and now today that's what i think this is that's what it's about it's especially if you can find something that you love to do life is just about learning it's about being the best that you can be to help others and if you're doing that you're serving your fellow man you're trying to leave the world a better place you will be rewarded and What's crazy to me as I say these things is these aren't new things that I'm saying and believing. I've said probably, I don't know, 60, 80% of these things that I've already said today, I just hadn't connected the dots. I just didn't have the, the mentorship. I didn't have the, I didn't have the, the will and I didn't have the ability to let go I was being stubborn I was sticking to my fixed mindset of I I know what I'm doing and I am good like I, I deserve to be paid I was, I was definitely entitled but I was stuck in that and I truly believe if you want to be an entrepreneur if you want to be the best version of yourself fuck the word entrepreneur because that's just a word if you want to make changes in your life, if you want to grow, you need to let go of the thought that you have it already. It's about learning it. It's about acquiring it and focusing on that. That's where I am anyways. I believe that I need to do a better job of learning and acquiring skills, changing my mindset, adapting myself to my surroundings and letting go of my expectations of what I'm supposed to be, what I should be, where I should be, where I'm going, and worrying about how it's going to happen. Not only how it's going to happen, but being scared of the fact that, being scared by the fact that I don't know what the outcome is. It's okay to not know where you're going. I've been really afraid of that. I need to let that go. I needed to just say like, I don't know where this is going and I'm okay with it. If I learn something along the way, that's 
that's the key. And oh, this is a big key. This is a big one that I didn't mention when I was talking about um, Tom Bilyeu and the the uh, the impact theory of mindset, you know, learnings. I think the biggest takeaway that I got from that was people build their self esteem around um, achievement. They build their self esteem around certain things that then contribute to their fixed mindsets. And one absolutely fascinating thing that I learned in that one hour course, by the way, just one hour, um, was to build your self-esteem around being a learner. That's the, really the only way you can truly have a growth mindset. Because if you build your self-esteem around your achievements, your assets, um, your relationships, anything like if you build your self-esteem around that if you find value in yourself based on things that can be taken away from you that can um anything like that uh you're gonna you're you don't have a growth mindset and again i don't want to butcher the lesson too much here but i guess to go back to the key it was build your self-esteem around what you can learn that will lead you to be a learner and help you to have that growth mindset. Um, I'm back home now. Um, and good timing on my part. Cause I think, I think that was like the guts of it. That was what I really just wanted to get out. I, I feel a lot better recording this. I knew I wanted to do this and I finally just said, I have to do it today. And I, uh, thank you so much for your time. Um, I know, and I know that there's a ton of, ton of opportunities right now. And I barely even said COVID and quarantine and all that kind of stuff, but we're full of force right now. Like we're, you know, it's March 31st. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but you'll know more about this than I do. And when, how long this thing lasted, but I, I, I didn't talk about it because I don't want to focus on how this is a problem and, oh my God, you know, I'm suffering at home. Like, no, I'm not. And Maybe I'll talk about this some more another day, but like, I feel like I've fucking been at home for long enough that I'm getting better at being home and figuring out my routine. So I wasn't really that bothered by it, but I'm choosing, I'm choosing to focus on the positivity and the, op- the opportunities that exist as a result of what's happening. The world is changing. It has changed and it will never be the same again. Okay, honey, we're home. Okay. I'm gonna go inside. Okay. Just give me one more minute. The world has changed. It's the reset button has been pushed and whoever adjusts the quickest will win. And I am going to win. I have decided to focus on the opportunities and I think there's a ton of them. Uh, I'm going to go back inside and work on my online business. And I think podcasting is going to, is going to be huge. Um, I think my podcast will be, um, added to not, I think I intend to add to my podcast a lot more. Uh, in the coming days and weeks. Uh, so I thank you for listening and, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I hope you have a great day. Um, I hope you, uh, find opportunities and, um, all the best to you. I don't know how to end my episode still, obviously, uh, insert tagline.